Hello, readers, writers, and book friends alike. Welcome to the Eat Reads Podcast. I'm your host, Liz, and you found my podcast where I discuss books and creativity and everything in between. This episode, I discuss my take on Kendall Vella as both a reader and an author. I even invite some friends who are listening in the Clubhouse Listening Lounge, and we give our point of views and experiences as both readers and authors on the platform. So, Settle in, listen to this quick ad, and we'll jump right into the episode. Shout out to this episode's sponsor, Zencaster, my number one podcast tool. They provide a crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. I love that I can record separate audio and video tracks for me and my guest. Plus, there is a secure cloud backup, so I never lose the interview. It is easy to use and there is nothing to download. My guest just clicks the link and we start recording. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and enter the promo code EREADSPOD to get 30% off on your first three months off of the pro pricing. Again, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com forward slash pricing and enter the promo code EREADSPOD and you'll get 30% off your first three months. Now let's jump right into the episode. Today, we're going to be talking about Kendall Vella. So if you don't know, Kendall Vella is an episodic reading platform, meaning instead of you having a, a traditional book or an ebook where you have access to all of the chapters and Kendall Vella, you have access to one chapter at a time and you open it by using tokens. The first three chapters are free or available to read without purchasing tokens. When you get to the fourth, you'll have to pay. And tokens can range from single digits to, um, I've seen some that are 20. I think they go up to 50. So if it's um, a 5,000 word Vela, you're going to pay 50 coins. If it's a 600 word Vela um, episode, you're going to pay six um, coins. And so that's how it's based on. So I'm going to give you two perspectives, one as a reader and one as a writer who's used Kindle Vela. Um, so let's jump in. So I'll call this like the insider scoop. So I enjoy Vela from, we'll say an author perspective. We'll start there. It's really good if you need to get the story out and you're trying to work through things, but you also want some feedback way to like engage people, maybe build your audience a little bit, um, maybe get out those new novelist jitters. So it's a really good way to post it out there and, um, Vela, like this episodic reading isn't unique to Vela. Um, there's some other platforms. I think it's like YPad or WetPad. Um, and there's some other platforms. And Vela will allow you to post to those platforms or even post your Vela on your website as long as it's a paywall. So it's not exclusive to Kindle Vela, which is awesome. Kind of a downside is they haven't opened it up to an international market. It's just in U.S. right now. So just U.S. listeners or, or readers are able to access that. So again, you'd have to post it on another platform, which can be a little bit redundant, a little bit difficult. But 
again, it's a way for you to kind of test out some things, play around with some stories uh, before you kind of turn that into an ebook or traditional book or, you know, however you, you're just leaving on Bella. As a reader, I like being able to check out different stories. You can read a lot of different stories at one time because they're episodic. So some authors are more consistent than others and some stories are completed and some are not. Thinking about the, the completion rate, sometimes you'll have authors that will start and they don't finish or there's a delay, right? There's not that consistency, which can be frustrating, especially if you're a binge reader. You don't necessarily know how many episodes that are going to be present. So to you can end a episode at 10 episodes. But if, you know, a story is ongoing, I mean, that can go on for a hundred different episodes. So you're constantly going back, which can be annoying. So you don't have, you know, the finality, like that's in a traditional book. So that could be a plus or minus. Some of the reviews that I've seen. So when you open or you pay for coins, you get to fave stories. And there's some stories that remain on the top fave list. And they have been there ever since I've been checking out Vela. Um, and that's been months at this point. And so some of the reviews um, that I have seen are, you know, people like sport, the story, they are there, they follow the author, but they don't necessarily enjoy the token system. So by the time you open all the tokens, it can really feel like, and sometimes really be that you're paying more than you would for the traditional or the finished book. Um, they also, some of the feedback that I've seen is the inconsistency in tokens. So you might be reading a story and it starts out at six tokens, 10 tokens, but then you get to some episodes and they're like 20 tokens or 30 tokens. And it's kind of hard, right? Like, do you spend that and maybe not like the chapter? Some of the other feedback was sometimes, right? So with Vela, you're figuring the story out. It might not have passed through an editor. So there's sometimes mistakes. Sometimes the plot, you know, there's some holes there. So some readers have really felt kind of like frustrated with authors in regards to that, um, especially if they've been with the author a long time. One review was talking about they just felt like it wasn't up to their quality of work that they're used to. It didn't feel polished. There was even one review where they felt like the author was posting from different stories. So maybe they were writing about one story, then they took a scene that had nothing to do with that specific story. So those were some of the plus and minuses from viewers, but some people actually really enjoy the story. So it's going to be interesting to see if Amazon does something to really help the reader stay engaged, as well as helping the author feel like it's financially feasible. So those were some of the pluses and minuses. And I'm going to tell you about some of the Vellas that I am reading. So I have a few on my list. Again, like I said, I have written my story, my debut story, Prophecy Trilogy Portal, um, and it is completed on Vella. It was an enjoyable experience being able to like have it, you know, post it on there, get some feedback, really be able to just get comfortable with sharing my story out there. Again, with Vella, because it's not as... Um, we'll say like as wide, right? There's not like really like you could do ads specific for your Vela um, unless you're, you know, doing like outside ads, Facebook ads, like there's not like a button in there. So you really have to do a lot of marketing, which can be a downside. But um, some of the stories that I am reading are some of my fellow authors, which I am enjoying. And I've also found some stories that are from folks that I've never heard of. And 
quality wise, it's the same quality as if you were reading a traditional book. So um, if that's a concern, don't let that be a concern. And just like a traditional book, sometimes you like it, sometimes you don't. So I won't cover all of the episodes or all the um, novellas that I'm um, reading, but I'll talk to you about a few. So if you've been following the podcast, you know that I had Ngozi Robinson on and I said I was going to do a review of her novella, Cold Dead Eyes, which by far I think was one of my favorites. Um, When you think of episodic reading, you want to be on the edge of your seat and it really did that. It was each episode had me going to the next, to the next, to the next. And I really enjoyed it because it was a shorter vellum. It wasn't like I had to get through 20 episodes. It, it's, you know, 10 episodes and it was really compact. It was punchy. It was fantastic. So if you wanted to try out Vela and you wanted something short and you wanted to say like, okay, do I like this platform? Check it out. Some of the others that I'm also checking out is Elio's Experiment. Again, it is a dystopian, it's an ongoing story, right? So if you're trying to binge, maybe you have to wait a little bit because it's not all out there yet, but it it gives you a perspective on what would life be like if we lived in harmony? Everything's not perfect, right? So like there's some drama there. There's some like, you know, hmm, what's going to happen with how do we keep this harmony? But um, you definitely want to check this out. It's currently has 33 episodes out. So um, that's Elio's Experiment. It's a sci-fi dystopian. Um, Then there is, what else? Oh my gosh. So there's 60, a crime reporter story by Ursula March. And again, still ongoing, but it's going to keep you on the edge of your seat. It's going to keep you saying what's happening. Um, The story is still being developed. First draft. This is from author's head to the page. And so what's going to be different in the book. You got to read both. So um, that's also really good. And then one that I want to talk to y'all about that is by um, not one of my friends. I have no idea who this person is, but it had me hooked from the first episode. And it call, it's called What the Heart Wants. And it's by Lysandra Moore. And it grabs you And I'm not a romance person, but I need to go back and finish this. So in the first chapter, we find out that she's a teacher. Not only is she a teacher, but she's sleeping with her boss. And not only is she sleeping with her boss, but he's married. And they're supposed to go on this vacation. And he cancels while she's at the airport. Hooked, hooked, hooked. Um, I need to go back. I like that it's completed. Um, I personally like fellas that are, are shorter as far as like tokens. I don't want to pay like 20 tokens. I start to feel like Ugh, I want something that I can read in one one setting. So I'm hoping all the, the chapters are between like a thousand words and less. So um, that's kind of like my scoop on Vela. I would love to know what y'all think. I'm going to let some folks in the audience come on up and talk about how their experience has been on Bella, because I actually have some folks in the the audience who um, they're writers. And I've talked about some of their books on this episode and some of the other episodes. So um, I'll invite them up if they want to speak. And uh, thanks for hanging with me. Ngozi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Lovely to get some good, some, good. some fandom for cold dead eyes. So I appreciate that. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> no worries. Hi Judy Ann. Hi Danielle. Bet and Cynthia, if you can't come up, no worries. Shout out to y'all. 
So y'all on the stage are authors and readers of Vela. Listening to my review, accurate, completely wrong. What are your thoughts? Really exactly my experience too, Liz. Um, I thought it was great and, and more. I learned more. Um, I haven't gone through the reviews of others, um, fellas, and particularly the ones that are always on top and, um, you know, things like that. So I really appreciate those insights. Um, it's interesting because it is such a different format and type of reading that, um, it pushes our, you know, our expectations from having a book right in front of us or on our Kindle that is is finished. And so I kind of agree with you too that Cold Dead Eyes was not only just such a great story that just keeps you reading, but it was really nice that, you know, it was a finished piece. So I know that I'm gonna get to the end and I can read it in one sitting or, couple of sittings and, you know, I'm going to get to the end and find out what happens. Um, so I like that, but it's also great. I mean, most of what I'm reading too, um, are works in progress and, um, and, you know, I love those stories too and can't wait to see what happens next. So it's kind of pushing, um, my, the way I read, and um, having to have a little patience for that next uh, episode. And I'll stop there. Fantastic. Anyone else want to share about their Vela experience? Hi. Yeah, I like reading novellas because it's you know, giving me a chance to read some people who haven't published anyplace else yet. So it's giving people uh, that opportunity to get their voices heard on the platform. So I'm reading some really interesting works that I wouldn't have read otherwise. You know, that's a good point. So books are expensive and I wish I had an unlimited book budget, but on Vela, what's nice is like, I can check out a lot of new authors that I might not have had the opportunity to check out some of their work. Um, Because a point that I didn't make is like, these are not, some of these authors are not first time authors. Like some of these authors have put out multiple books or multiple Velas. So it's nice to be able to have exposure to like, new indie or traditional um, author. So that's a good point. Anyone else want to share their experience, their thoughts on Vela? I thought you gave a very good description of Kendra Vela and what's it about. And I enjoy um, reading other people's books and like you know, science fiction, be, entering into a new world. That wasn't something I was really into, but once I start reading them, I really found them very interesting. And I do like being able to read an episode or a few episodes at a time. So I truly enjoy Kin Develop myself. Awesome. So now that I have, because y'all are in the author seat and the reader seat, so I have some, some questions. As an author, do you feel like the pressure is on with Kindle Vela? Do you feel like it's a little easier? You know, would you rather publish in like a just straight a traditional format? Um, how was this experience for, for y'all? For me, I enjoy um, having it published in Kindle Vela. It gives me an idea of what people think of um, the story that I'm writing 
Um, I like it with the polls that you can question the, your readers to find out what it is they like or what it is they're expecting to give you kind of an ideal of where you should go in your storyline. And then um, just at the author review, giving some idea of why I might have written that portion of that scene or, you know, just giving them a little more information, even about the towns and things in my um, book, what's happening. So I enjoy it. I like as an author, it keeps me accountable to keep moving forward on my book. So um, I, that's how I love Kindle Vela that, you know, you got to keep putting those episodes out there and eventually you'll have your book completely done. I agree with Danielle. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, I think it spurs me on as a writer. It's a new opportunity and the self-publishing means less waiting and, you know, more getting it out there. And it's kind of an encouragement. Absolutely. And like, in thinking about the financial costs of writing, which I'll probably do a later episode on, completely on, because there's so many costs you don't realize. The cost of, of writing, right? I think there's this romanticized idea of you get to write and it just it poofs into the air and the, the writing fairies take it. But there's like these costs and some of the costs you realize and some that you don't. So it allows you to generate some income um, for your projects and, you know, be able to offset that. So any final thoughts about Kindle Vela, writing, words of wisdom. I think it's great, Longe. Um, just keep on writing your stories. Um, the bonuses help while they have them right now. And just, um, it, it's a really fun to do. It's, it's something different. So it's a great way to self-publish your books. And again, if you are an author and you're wanting to get into Kindle Bella, there are a lot of support groups out there and a lot of ways to learn about it. Um, because it seems like every month it changes a little bit. It's only a year old. And so um, it's still newing, as Ngoza likes to say, it's in beta. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. All right. Are y'all ready for my prompt word? The prompt word. Um, I don't know. I think I'm in a TikTok space and I got um, Beyonce's song Alien Superstar in my head. So um, I think that's that's the that's the prompt Alien Superstar. So um, listeners, stay tuned to the end of this episode and you'll see. Well, not my clubhouse folks, but on the podcast episode, you will hear the what I do with Alien Superstar as a prompt uh, for those listening on Clubhouse, if you want to go over to the LizBullardWrites.com website, you'll be able to find what I do with that prompt. And um, I hope y'all take it and run with it as well. All right, y'all. Bye. My hips are strong enough to wield Saturn's rings. My crown is accentuated by skin that beckons for the sun. I wield planets like marbles, collecting their beauty. The galaxy is my playground. Light mourns when it must give way to night, envious that my presence is shared with another. I command the universe. I search for one formidable enough to withstand my power. 
and leave stars breathless and illuminate the darkest corners of the universe with the sparkle that shines from my eyes. I am Alien Superstar and this is the beginning of my intergalactic takeover.